Well, good morning, church. Um, If you have your Bibles with you in either book form or phone form, um, can I encourage you to head and join me in Psalm 145. It's titled, Great is the Lord, a song of praise of David. And it says, I will extol you, my God and King, and will bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you and praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall commend your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. On the glorious splendor of your majesty and on the wondrous work on, and on your wondrous works, I will meditate. They shall speak of the might of your awesome deeds, and I will declare your greatness. They shall pour forth the fame of your abundant goodness, and shall sing aloud of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. The Lord is good to all, and his mercy is over all that he has made. All your works shall give thanks to you, O Lord, and all your saints shall bless you. They shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and tell of your power to make known to the children of man your mighty deeds and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and your dominion endures throughout all generations. The Lord is faithful in all his words and kind in all of his works. The Lord upholds all who are falling and raises up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food in due season. You open your hand. You satisfy the desire of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and kind in all of his works. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He also hears their cry and saves them. The Lord preserves all who love him. But all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak the praise of the Lord and let all flesh bless his holy name forever and ever. Church, as I shared in September, there are 150 psalms in different sections and many different styles and patterns. But broadly, there are some key themes across the entire collection, and one of those is to praise which we discovered in Hebrew means to celebrate, to give glory to, to commend, to rave about, and to shine. The Psalms continually see the author, whoever they are and wherever they are, pouring out their own personal praise to God and calling for fellow believers to also celebrate who we serve to give him glory through our worship, to commend him, to rave about him, to make a show of him, and to boast of his life-changing life. And our psalm this morning saw David reflecting on God's magnificence and his works and responding with praise. Now you may be thinking right now, hang on a second, 
I thought I read in the newsletter that she was supposed to be talking about the vision for 2023 today. Why is she sounding like she's redoing her praise sermon? And that's a fair enough question. And here is your answer. Because as we start another year, and as I, on behalf of the eldership, prepare to share with you all again where we feel like God is taking us in 2023, which I will do, I thought that as a body, we should pause and intentionally spend just a couple of minutes reflecting on all that God did here in 2022 and lifting up our praises to him for it. Some awesome stuff happened here in 2022, family. Would you agree? As the psalmist reflected on all God had done for them, we too can look back on the year that was 2022 and reflect on all that he has done for us. Just to name a few things, just a few things. In 2022, we saw breakthroughs and healings during ministry time at the front and growth in people's lives because of sermons. God divinely brought Pastor Paul to us and together, together at a time where his skills were a perfect fit for where the eldership felt God was taking this church. We had two miracle offerings for missions and the Bovies. We have seen a beautiful rise of people willing to lead. And as a result, we have new connect groups, toasties and chips, prayer teams, and a missions team organized to leave in just a few weeks. We were finally able to do our church dinner. And as an eldership, we give praise that we managed to pull off our synchronized swimming act. We've seen God keep those of you who have traveled safe. We've welcomed new members and babies. And we've also seen you all beautifully rally around those of us who have been in seasons of grief. The youth got to go away on three camps. And while exhausted, Seb would always come back encouraged by what God was doing in our young people's lives. And after a search that lasted almost a whole year, we now have a children's and families pastor. God has been at work. But I don't know about you, and it may be just my personality type, but I can sometimes be very focused on, okay, that's done, what's next? What's the next problem to solve? What's the next gap to fill? What's the next area that we need to grow on? I'm very much a problem solver. And one of the consequences of that personality trait that you may well share um, is that we can forget to pause and reflect on all that God has done to date and to praise him for it. But the reality is that our psalm says God has done some wondrous work. He has done some awesome deeds here as a body and individually in 2022. His abundant goodness has been evident to us. He has been good to us. He has upheld us and drawn us near to him. He has been and is at work here. And he is worthy of our praise. Now I acknowledge that what I'm about to propose breaks the mold of a classic Sunday service. I know, it's bold. I know that we've already sung our songs, 
and done the notices, and that normally you'd now just get to sit back for 30 minutes and listen to the word. But I just thought that maybe today that we should just mix it up just this once and get into groups of four or five, and before we spend the rest of the time thinking ahead about 2023, spend some time actually just praying and pouring out praise to God for everything he's already done. And then um, Zoe and the team are going to come up and lead us in in a song of praise as well, Um, just to create a space for us to lift up praise to our God for everything that happened in 2022. My vision is is that we'll just pour out our praise for him just for a few minutes. That a heart of gratitude from SABC toward him for all that he's done will be heard by him. Um, So, I propose we get into groups of four or five, just spend a couple of minutes praying, giving praise to God for what he did in 2022. And then Zoe's going to come up and lead us in a song. So get into groups um, and lift up a sound of praise. Yes, Lord, you are just so worthy of our praise. Every day, every second, every minute of every day, you are worthy of our praise. And we just pour out our hearts of gratitude um, as a body today. And we just say thank you so much that you never abandon us, that you are always here, that you have provided so abundantly in so many ways that you continue to speak to us and move through us, Father, and use us for your kingdom-building purpose. And we just pray that you will hear our heart of praise today, Father. May you hear our heart of gratitude, and we just ask for more, always, always. But we pour our praise toward you today, Father for what you have been doing and are doing in each of us and us as a body. Amen. Alrighty. Thanks so much, team. Okay. Well, church, this time, exactly one year ago, exactly one year ago, I arranged for a literal boat to be brought to church. Who remembers that? And as I stood and sat in this boat, as John Scott helped lift the sails, and as Glenn acted as the Holy Spirit, I shared with you all the vision and the areas that the eldership felt God was calling us to focus on in in 2022. Now I have four chocolates here. I know. Who can tell me what one of the four focus areas of 2022 was? Who was that? Yes, going deeper into the Word of God. Oh, dear. Sorry. (laughs) What else? Thank you. From the back, Don, being increasingly spirit-led. Sorry, I'm a runner, not a thrower. Okay. That's right. 22 was a year that we would get grounded in the word of the Lord and be increasingly spirit-led. What are the other two? You're close. 
Thank you. Going deeper together and having people in our boat. Fourth and final one was to do with the compass in the sky. At the back for Glenn. Who was it? Fixating on the beauty of Christ. Well, golly, pajingas. Okay. That's right. And over the year, we tried to be really intentional in pursuing this vision and seeing growth in the areas represented by the image. And it has been so encouraging to hear stories of people who have been getting into their Bibles more and working on this foundational part of their faiths while also enjoying our walk through the book of Matthew on Sundays. It's been great to be able to have church events and more connect groups to deepen our friendships with each other on the boat. We've seen the Holy Spirit moving through and amongst us and taking us more and more where he wants us to go. And we've been intentionally pursuing, focusing, and fixating on Jesus in everything that we do. And then, on October the 3rd, almost two months before Vision Sunday, the elders got together down here at church. And this meeting was in addition to our fortnightly elders meetings because we wanted to spend some concentrated time reflecting on 2022 and discerning where we felt God was calling us as a church next. What had we been seeing and feeling and hearing from God and others? And very importantly, would we keep the image of the boat in 2023? Or would we think of an entirely new picture, an analogy to illustrate whatever it was that we felt God was calling us to focus on. And here is where we landed. The boat was to stay. And actually, I'm going to change. Can someone do me a favor and go and get it off the wall in the foyer and bring me a chair to sit it on? That would be great. I wasn't going to do it, but I feel now to do so. Not because we couldn't think of a new picture, but rather because we felt strongly to continue to build on what God had been doing over the last year. We will continue to ground ourselves in the word. We will continue to pursue deeper friendships with each other and across generations. We will continue to be Holy Spirit-led, and we will continue to fixate our eyes on Jesus, and you will continue to see those things threaded through our Sunday services and our activities week to week as well. Thank you so much, Paul. I owe you a chocolate. But we wanted to continue to gather pace in these areas but we wanted to also build on them. And as we yarned and we shared with each other, and in the coming weeks, as we continued to talk things through, as we sought the right words, as we refined, as we got feedback from Pastor Paul and others, four new focus areas, which would build on 2022, emerged. These were introduced by the elders at the AGM, and as we all return from our holidays, tanned, some of us, rested, hopefully, and ready to strap ourselves in for another year, 
it is my job today to very briefly mention these four areas again so that we can collectively prepare ourselves and be expectant for what we feel God is calling us into next. So without further ado, the first thing we felt God was saying to us for 2023 was that 2023 would be a year to use our God-given gifts. 2023 will be a year where we will share our God-given dreams with each other and each use our talents to strengthen our SABC boat and move it forward. This year we want to see people here having dreams and ideas from God and excitedly sharing them with each other in the cafe during the service and as we continue to journey together. We want to see passion stirring, fresh energy brewing, and God speaking to each of us about what he would have us do with the gifts and the talents that he has given us to advance his kingdom this year. And Tara shared so beautifully last week about how God had been speaking to her during 2022 and pulling her into the children and families pastor role here. He gave her dreams, words through people, some good old God gut punches. And he revealed how all of her experiences to date had been preparing her for this next role and this next season. Now, not all of us are, are called to paid church employment. But everybody, everybody is called to spend their earthly days using what God has given them for eternal kingdom building purpose. What's more, everybody has a specific role to play. And when Leanna shared about this focus area at the AGM, she shared from Romans 12, 4 to 13, which reads, For just as each of us have one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, through many, form one body. And each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal. But keep your spiritual fervor, serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer, which I'll touch on later, and share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. And this is just one piece of scripture, family, which talks to the truth that everybody has gifts and a role to play in both building the church but in God's overall mission for the world and his children. To return to our boat analogy, to make a sailboat really perform to its max potential and fly on the water, 
You need skippers, navigators, engineers, helmsmen, trimmers, and of course, the people who remember to pack the water bottles in the kai. Without one, the overall potential of the boat is reduced, as it is with us, and what God is able to do to grow his kingdom on earth. You'll see, therefore, that this year's image has people on the boat who, while continuing to deepen their friendships and do life together, are taking up different roles on the boat. Now, I wish to acknowledge and say very bluntly that there are many of you who already faithfully serve in different areas of the SABC boat and in other, and in other ministries outside this church as well. So many of you already use your gifts so faithfully to build the body and advance the kingdom to you. To you, I say, don't worry, don't panic, we are not going to be asking you to do more. Our heart is that God will fill you with fresh dreams and visions for how he would have you continue to serve in those areas and those roles that you already feel called to. But we do reckon that there are some people in our boat who for whatever reason, whether it be because you're relatively new here, whether it be because you're entering a new season of life where you've got more time, whether it be because you feel God is just leading you into something different, whatever it is, maybe this is the year that you could take up a role of some sort. Now, yes, admittedly, there are a number of areas of the SABC church boat that really do need some more muscle, Absolutely. And we do not want to, and we do want to highlight um, some of those areas when we do a teaching series um, on gifts and talents in March. But of course, we also want people growing in their gifts and their talents and feeling more confident in using them to advance God's kingdom outside these walls as well. We look forward to more testimonies like Tara's of God calling people into roles and opportunities here and out there. More stories of God speaking to his children through prophecies that we have given. More epic teaching. More homes being opened and food being made and enjoyed. More movement across our boat as people take up the roles that they feel called for. Ultimately, we just want to see people bringing what they have to God surrendering it, and seeing how he would use it in 2023. However, while we'll be intentionally pursuing seeing everybody in the boat finding a role that they will be awesome at and equipping them in it, we ultimately cannot move the sailboat if there is no wind. Which brings us to focus area two for 2022. 2023 awkward, which is that 2023 will be a year where we will continue to gather pace, where we will continue to catch the winds of the Spirit, where we will be even more sensitive to Him and where He wants us to, where he wants to take and to use us. 
Now, when the America's Cup is on, the commentators would regularly talk about the wind conditions, how much wind was expected, at what times the wind was expected, where the wind was expected, and at what time the team should be ready at the particular spot to catch the wind. Yes, they would talk about team members on, the bo on board the boats and who was doing really well in their respective role. But ultimately, there was no race to even start if the wind didn't rise or if the boat didn't catch it. Now, I admittedly know very little about sailing, so while preparing for this talk, I googled the importance of wind to sailing. <laughs> In answer to the question, what if there is no wind when sailing, Google said this, I'm literally quoting it, without having the winds in your sails, the boat will not move forward. <laughs> Instead, you'll only drift along and get stuck in the neutral. Worst still, you can easily capsize. <laughs> As such, it's of great importance to have a good grasp of how the wind works in propelling a sailboat. As it is with the Holy Spirit in the church. A boat cannot actually leave the wharf without the people on it knowing how to get the boat moving and working together to make it move, as per focus area number one but it cannot gather pace and actually head out to the seas without wind, as it is for us as a church and the Holy Spirit. It was the gift of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost that propelled the disciples, see what I did there, into another level of ministry and impact. So it is for us in our pursuit of the Holy Spirit. More and more is represented on our painting by the sails being fully blown out and the wake behind us, which shows, hopefully, that we are on the move. In 2022, we wanted to be more Holy Spirit-led, and as a body, we have been so encouraged by the increasing sensitivity to the Spirit and where He has been taking us. We are on the move, and we want to keep gathering pace this year. We will continue to pass to the presence as Pastor Paul says, and look for where the winds of the Spirit would take us. We want to be a boat where everybody, from their respective roles, can sense where the Spirit is taking us and catch it. What a vision. What an adventure to keep walking. Turning now to focus area three. Up to this point, the focus areas, both the four from 2022 and the first two for 2023, are very targeted towards making sure that both individually and as a body, we are grounded and equipped to partner with God. It is absolutely vital that as kingdom builders, we ground ourselves on the word of God and its truth. It is vital that we journey with people, that we fixate on Christ, that we are Holy Spirit-led, and that we use what it is that he has given us for kingdom building purpose, however he wants. 
All of these things are key foundations in our lives and our walks with Christ. But we, are, we equip ourselves so that we can go out. So that we are equipped to go out into this world that God loves and tell people about him through our words and our actions. Our very purpose can be found in Matthew 28, where we are told to go. Verse 18 reads, And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Go, therefore, and make disciples. And this sense of going out into the world is conveyed in the painting through the wider, more aerial view and the fact that the boat can now be seen to be heading out of the harbour and going out to the wider ocean. But we do know that the thought of going into the world to tell people about Jesus is an incredibly daunting prospect for some, especially us introverts, and that the instruction to go out is very, very broad. The ocean is a big place, after all. The size of the scene and the amount of people that need to meet Jesus is an overwhelming amount. And that's why, as an eldership, we felt to focus on just a few areas of the ocean this year. Of course, again, hear me, of course, the Holy Spirit will lead each of us into having conversations with all kinds of people in our individual walks and during our individual weeks. But as a body, we felt to specify just some areas of the ocean that we will sail to and anchor down into together this year. Focus area for 23, for 2023 is then this, that it will be a year where we pray for our loved ones. We will pray intentionally for both our own loved ones and the loved ones of our church families that don't yet know Jesus. Now, the majority of us have family members, friends or other loved ones that we desperately want to see encounter him. And sometimes we won't and we don't necessarily have the words and the opportunities to talk to them directly. But we can always partner with God in his pursuit of them, by turning our words to prayer. No matter how open they are, or how anti-God they are, or how hurt our loved ones are, wherever they are, no matter what, we can pray for our loved ones. And our heart is that during 2023, the sound of earnest and regular prayer for the salvation of our loved ones will be rising up every day and everywhere from SABC. We want to hear the sound of prayer for each other's loved ones as well, and we'll be doing a preaching series on the power of prayer in late May and throughout June. But please don't feel like you have to wait until then to start intentionally and deliberately anchoring yourself in specific prayer for your people. And to those of you who already have spent many an hour 
pouring out prayers desperately. May you be encouraged this year to keep going. And may this church family be one that comes around you in your prayers in 2023. Seb spoke earlier about um, the desires of our heart. And uh, I don't know about you, but one of the great desires of my heart is that my loved ones would meet Jesus. And you might join me in that. So join me in prayer. It'll be good. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, 2023 will be a year where we will go out, those words again, yes, I did, I did it again, to our neighbours and the world. 2023 will be a year as a church family where we will encourage each other to connect with our neighbours and each do what we can do to support missions as well. So in addition to going out by praying earnestly for our loved ones, we also want to be intentional about connecting with our residential neighbours and doing what we can to support missions. Later in the year, we will have some concentrated efforts and times where we will each be encouraged to reach out to our neighbours and either start or continue connections with them. But we also want SABC to be a church that impacts the wider world. And we want to continue to gather the wonderful pace that has been accruing behind missions. It is so exciting that in just two weeks, a group from our church are heading to Thailand to explore ways our church can help build the church over there. But it is also a significant year in that the Bovees are returning. These key things are happening in 2023, and we want to rally around their arrival. You may support the missions teams and the Bovees by praying. You may buy lots of toasties and chips. You may bless a member of the team with a gift. Whatever it is that the Lord would have you do, we want to see a rallying this year around our families, our residential neighbours, and those amongst us who are championing missions work internationally. And these third and fourth focus areas for 2023 are represented by the words on our horizon. How does that all sound? As an eldership, We are expectant. And you should be too. In 2023, we will continue to equip ourselves and we will go out into his world if the band want to come up. You know, every year, there are some things that will always happen to each of us. Some constants, if you will. Easter and Christmas, for example, are celebrations that are inevitable. They will roll around. As will public holidays, our birthdays. You will inevitably buy petrol and food at some point. You will wear clothes and sleep. You'll likely cry and laugh at different points. These things are given. But there is another given. There's another constant, and that is that God wants to go deeper with us. He wants us 
to partner with him in advancing his kingdom further in the year ahead. He wants us. There is more to do with him. So let's get to it.